Okay, I've got to be quick because we haven't got much time. When we started this podcast years ago, I came up with the idea that it should be 30 minutes, so it's got to be 30 minutes. That's the arbitrary rule. So I'll be quick. Black Friday, the sale's still on. Loads and loads of discounts across the board, but the best value is our buy three, get one free. So that means if you go along to vanishingmagic.com slash exclusives, you'll see all the stuff we make, playing cards, tricks, books, accessories, downloads. Put four of those in your cart and the lowest priced one will magically become free. Lots of free gifts. Every single purchase comes with an amazing download of 10 of the best tricks from our Masterclass series. You can't go wrong. But enough of my yakking. Let's get on with part two of the amazing interview with Craig Petty. A kid comes up to you at Blackpool. He's 14, hasn't got a job, pocket money, saved it up. And he wants to buy one of your tricks. He's got the money for one of your tricks that you've released. What do you advise him to buy? I think it very much comes down to the type of magic that he wants to perform. I think it okay. comes down to what, 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 like if it's a kid, if it's a 14 year old kid, I would probably say something that doesn't feel like a magic trick. Because in all likelihood, a 14-year-old kid isn't probably going to be doing many professional gigs. So the environment in which a 14-year-old kid is performing is to his mates, mm-hmm. um, or you know, like at school, or wherever. So with that in mind, I'd probably say something that doesn't feel like a magic prop. So not the quantum deck, because that's a trick. It's an obviously a trick. It's a blank deck of cards. Um, not the Mirage coin set because it's a special set of coins. You know, you can tell it something like Keymaster or Chop, I think, because mm-hmm. Keymaster is designed to be looking like keys that you have on your key fob. A kid would have keys so he can get into his house. Keymaster would probably be perfect. It feels impromptu, even though it's not. Mm-hmm. And also, Keymaster, you learn lots of moves, lots of switches. You learn how to do spellbound. You learn how to do shuttle passes. You learn how to do vanishes. And and that's really important. Because I find that a lot of the kids that are out there, they they uh, not all of them, but a lot of them, they focus on card magic. I was at J-Day. I was a judge at J-Day in the close-up competition. I was lecturing at J-Day. Ryland was performing in the gala show. I was, uh, I was, I was lecturing. Sorry, for, for America, listening J Day's junior day for the Magic Circle in England. Yeah. All of the young Magic Circle members and and uh, they have a convention just for them. And I was lecturing but I was also a judge in the closer competition. Seven competitors, very talented. Not a single trick other than card tricks. All it was was card tricks. That's it. And and I think a lot of kids that get into magic these days, they gravitate towards card magic. For a variety of different reasons, and we could talk about that and speculate as to why that is, but that is a fact. You know, how many times do you see the kids at magic conventions and they're sitting there with a pack of cards? Um, it just it just happens. And I think that you become a better magician all round if you learn the principles of coin magic and sleight of hand. Um, I was speaking to Eric Jones about this a little while ago, and Eric said he would highly advise anybody to get into coin magic before card magic because there's certain things that you learn as a coin magician that you can incorporate into your card magic that will make you a better card magician. And so I think that probably a kid that's 14, and I'm kind of painting them into a sort of a, a, a box at this point, but I think they've probably got more than enough card tricks. And I think if they learn something like Keymaster 
or chop, because also with chop, you're learning vanishes, you're learning switches, mm -hmm. and it's also seemingly impromptu. If you've got a Sharpie on you, you can borrow a cup, you can borrow a bill, you can do it, and you can do that. I think that learning those principles will make you a better magician all around, but also the magic that you can create using those items would, um, um, would be more impromptu than pulling out a deck of cards. Absolutely, absolutely. And... And as as this kid has bought Keymaster or Chop from you and is just about to leave, he says, oh, Mr. Petty, and could you give me just one piece of advice about, about magic? What's one thing that you would tell me as a 14-year-old child interested in magic? Make sure that you make sure it's fun. Because here's the thing. When you're 14, there's lots of other distractions. There's girls. There's... Um, going out with your mates there's a million different things that can distract you from magic magic is an amazing hobby and it can also be an amazing career and i interview a lot of people and the amount of people that say oh i was into it as a kid and then i left and i came back at the age of 20 they went to uni they did their a levels they got out of magic and then they came back when they got a bit older for whatever reason and that seems to happen over and over again and i think if you are 14 and you're obsessed with magic or you're 13 or you're 12 this is advice i give to ryland all the time ryland is obsessed with my son Ryland he is obsessed with magic and he could do magic 24 7 if uh, I let him but he's got a lot of other interests uh, I uh, he, he you know plays computer games he he plays the drums he takes karate lessons he's in the school team in football and it's really important for me for him not to just do magic because the problem is if you immerse yourself in it completely 100% it becomes a chore you start to practice not because you want to because you feel you have to you look at the stuff that you've bought and you're like right okay I have to practice this stuff I have to get better at this stuff else it was a waste of money when you go down that route it becomes a slippery slope because when you go down that route you start to resent the actual tricks themselves and that's when you look for something from somewhere else and that's when you'll eventually leave magic because it stopped being fun the way yeah. to continue to love it and the way to continue to make it eventually a career or something that you do through your whole life is make sure it's fun if you're doing magic and you're sitting there and you know you you, you haven't practiced for a few days and and don't sit there going oh i need to practice don't beat yourself up over that you know if you haven't practiced for a week that's not a problem if you don't feel like going out and performing that's not a problem it's a hobby at the end of the day and it should be fun and I see so many people, it becomes not fun and it becomes a chore and it becomes something that they feel they have to do. And, and that's ultimately the start of a slope that's going to enter them leaving. And that would be a shame because that kid could be the next Shin Lim. That kid could be the next Joshua J. And, and we're not going to ever know because they've burnt themselves out when they could have just taken a step back and made it more fun for themselves. Solid. Craig, if you had a time machine and could go back in magic history and see any performer who's no longer with us, who would you choose to see and why? Well, you currently caught me at the right time to answer that. It'd be Di Vernon. And the reason it'd be Di Vernon is because currently, I'm and, and for the last month, I've been trying to learn the ball and the cone. And uh -huh. I suck at it. I've, I've, I suck at it. I've been honestly... It, I do it so badly. I, every night, I'm like, right, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to steal the ball. And I say to Ryland, how does it look? And he's like, terrible. How does it look? Terrible. I video it. I'm like, no, you're wrong. Let me video it. Oh, it looks terrible. I'd like to <laughs> go back and actually see 
uh, I'd like to sit down with Di, uh, with Di Vernon and get a lesson on how to actually, uh, you know, how to actually do the ball, the ball and the cone, and not suck at it. Because I've watched, I've watched videos of him doing it. I've read revelations. I've watched other videos of other people doing it. And it always looks so elegant. And I've got this beautiful cone that I spend like two hundred quid for. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy this, and I'm going to, I'm going to really make something of this, and it's going to be a feature. And I, honestly, the other day, I took the cone, and I threw it against the wall. I'm like, this is terrible. So at the moment, it would definitely be Di Vernon because I've never. So he can teach you. I want. I want to learn how to do this. I need personal instruction. All right, at this point, to be honest, that's that's the truth. Because I don't know what to do. Um, if it wasn't, if it wasn't Vernon, it'd be go back and um, speak to um, uh, Siegfried and Roy when in their prime. Um, I'd love to see them in their prime. Uh, never did. I'd love to sit down and chat to them in their prime. Um, because I, I do an illusion show. I love illusion shows. I love illusions. And, you know, to, to speak to those guys about their thoughts on it would be amazing. So Now, you mentioned, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoehorn a segue in. You ready? You mentioned mm -hmm. uh, personal tuition from Di Vernon then. Talking of personal tuition, you're going to be doing some next month for Vanishing Ink Masterclass. God, and this is why you're G'day. the marketing G'day. guy at Vanishing Ink. That's I know, right? I segue. know. That was a, that, that was a thing. What are, you, what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to about well, it? Well, you know what? I remember speaking to Andy about this when he asked me to be um, uh, to do a Vanishing Ink Masterclass. And I thought he was taking the potato, to be honest. I was like, are you serious? Because, like, I don't think of myself as Vanishing Ink material just in terms of everybody who's on Vanishing Ink. They're always so elegant and refined. And, you know, it, it's just, you know, they could speak for hours about theory. And I'm like... I don't really do that. I've got tricks and I shout, and that's it. You know, I, that's what I bring to the table. I got, I got tricks and I shout. They're good tricks and I shout loud, but you know, I'm I'm never going to win in a theory battle with Homer Leewag. You know, and and, you know, and that's who I'm following. To be clear here, it's like Homer Leewag and then me. It's like, and then and then after that, it's um, it's Morgan, it, and West. Morgan and West. I mean, it's like you know, you know, you remember at high school when um, the so-so girls hung up with the ugly girls to make them look better. That's where I am right now. I'm the <laughs> ugly kid, and and that you know, they, I'm sure that I've been sandwiched to make them look better. I don't know. I just, I've got so much. Like, like I, I, I think that genuinely, Andy Gladwin and Josh Jay were sitting around and they were like, "Here's an idea. We'll take the piss. Let's get Craig to do a, a masterclass." You know, I don't know, but it, 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 it was like really. Just like, are you are you serious? I've five times. Are you serious? Really? Are you sure? You do realize you haven't dialed David Regal, right? You do realize I'm not, I'm not, I'm not David Regal. Greg Wilson. I can give you his number if you'd like to, but so, um, imposter syndrome. Going to be covering? Big time imposter syndrome with this thing. And I remember saying to Andy when he finally convinced me he wasn't talking rubbish and it was actually a thing. I said to him, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to over-deliver. That's what I'd like to do. I would massively like to over-deliver. And uh, I said, so you normally do two, two, two pre-recorded masterclasses and, and then you do a Q&A, right? And they're like, yeah. Yep. I was like, what month are we doing it? And, uh, and Andy said, December. I was like, right, let's do three. Um, and it was like, what? I was like, yeah, let's do three. Let's do three masterclasses and then the Q&A. So we'll do four. It's Christmas. We'll give them an extra gift. He's like, okay. And um, all right. I, I think he thought I was joking, but I wasn't. And then I said, okay. And I remember um, George 
sending me, and if you've not done a masterclass, you won't know this. This is so vanishing ink. I mean, uh, <laughs> I've worked with pretty much every company at this point, and each one is totally different, right? So yeah, when I work with Murphy's, I'm just turning up with Lloyd's broken ring light, and we're just winging it, right, in a, in a pub. When I'm working with uh, all the different companies, <laughs> I knew it was going to be something, a completely different experience when I saw um, my PDF which was a, the key to a successful masterclass. And I'm like, my God, <laughs> like the Ten Commandments of how to run a successful masterclass. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. Every other company I've worked for, they just want me to turn up and, 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 and do my best. And like, this is like Ten Commandments. I'm like, my God, I better read this. And, uh, <laughs> I better, I better, and then, you know, I turned up. And as I say, every other company, it's like, oh, you, we're going to stick you in this, in this room over here. It was like, it was a studio. It was white. None of my trailers ever. I watched the Masterclass trailer the other day. None of my trailers are in a, a, like a studio. They're normally just me in a pub or something. It's like, it's just, I feel like Hollywood star with this. And, you know, and the, it was it. The, the studio was in like this five-star hotel. There was a freaking doorman on the door, like with a hat and everything. I was like, yeah, this is so vanishing ink. It really is. <laughs> it's just a vanishing ink vibe. And... I, I, I said to George, I was like, right, so I'm going to, um, I, I really took that that PDF seriously, the Ten Commandments. I took it so seriously. I read it to the letter and it said, um, it should be original material that you've not really done anywhere. And I was like, okay, right, no problem. So I created brand new material specifically just for this. Um, I think there's two tricks that are like five years old. Uh, or 10 years old or something that I haven't seen in light of day in a long time. But it's it's pretty much all new material that people haven't seen before. Um, and I've included on there a trick, which is going to be released with another company at some point in 2023. And I actually teach it on the masterclass, and I teach you how to make it. Um, and which hopefully they'll not find out about because they'll probably be angry at me. Um, but <laughs> I'm worried, just worry about that another time. Um, so I've, I, I, you know, I, I, I put all original material together and I wanted to have, I wanted to, the thing I'm passionate about when I'm creating is taking stuff that people do exactly the same way and trying to put a spin on it. Mm. So the perfect example is I put out a project called Visible, which was all in the invisible deck. And the whole idea behind it was this is the invisible deck. Pretty much everybody does it the same way. They, they, that's why it's called the invisible deck, not the ultramental deck, because everyone does it exactly the same way. Yeah. I'd like to point out, and Josh had this idea as well, obviously, because Vanishing Inc. have got their own version of that as well. And I was like, I'm going to put a project out with like 15 routines with an invisible deck and go in a completely different direction. That's what I like to do. Um, showing people that stuff that you've maybe dismissed and you put in your bottom drawer or stuff that you do and everyone does it the same way, you can breathe new life into that because the only way to stand out, the only way to stand out in a crowded marketplace of magicians is by doing something different. Um, if you do the same, if you do the trick the same way as everyone else, what's going to happen is you're just going to be a clone of everyone else. Socks is one of my favorite tricks of all time. I love socks uh, and I love Michelle. He's amazing. Um, and I think it's one of the Vanishing Ink's best tricks. I just think it's amazing. It's perfect. Um, but I do it very, very differently to anyone else because I wanted to stamp my own personality onto it. So sure. that's what I was trying to do with the Masterclass. So the first one, I believe, is on gaffed decks, and it's taking... Or the second one. The so the first one's on gaffed cards. Cards. Yeah, so you're taking card stuff, yeah. Now, I've got a project coming out at some point in 2023, 2024 on gaffed cards. Um and different routines but so uh but that's completely different material to this i wanted 
because here's the thing. Everybody has those cards, don't they? Everybody has those double backers and those double faces and those blank cards. And what we do is we buy them because when we get into magic, we're like, oh, that sounds cool. And then we take them home. And unless we read a book and there's a particular use for a double backer or if, unless we yeah. watch a download, we don't do anything with them. They sit in our drawer and we don't do anything with them. And the first, the first masterclass was, well, let's take these cards and show you some stuff that you can do with them. Because there's a lot you can do with these. And this is how I would use them if I were you. And there's some amazing material on there. I've got uh, my favorite ace production is on there. A self-working way of cutting to the four aces is on there. There's some awesome routines with blank cards and but just everything. So that's the first one. You can talk more about that if you want to. Then the second one is on gaff decks because I'm a big fan of gaff decks. And um, I, take, I'm, I go through some ideas with gaff decks that, you know, people haven't necessarily thought of before. Um, we look at the invisible deck, we look at the mirage deck. For me, the mirage deck is the most underutilized pack of cards in the world. The, every, everybody yeah. just does it for the, exactly the same thing. All they do is they just force a card with it and that's it. And there's so much more you can do with it. So I go through a couple of different ways that you can use a, a mirage deck. I go through a couple of different things that you can do with an invisible deck that's different to what I actually uh, put on visible, extra routines. Then I go through this thing called stick pack, which was my closer in restaurants for years, which is just like the weirdest um, color changing deck you ever see but with stick men um, uh, I go through uh, a lottery prediction which is just incredible and that's the one that I'm going to get in trouble over so nobody tell any other companies that I've put that on the masterclass hopefully they won't watch it should be fine um, yeah. be fine if they don't know, it won't hurt them. Um, and uh, it, it, a bunch of other stuff, but it's all stuff with gaff decks. And then the final one is just an eclectic range of magic. So first of all, I go through some uses of the WoW gimmick because, again, for me, the WoW is exactly the same as the gaff decks in the gaff cards. Everybody bought to WoW and like, oh, this is amazing. Look, I can change one card into another. And then what they did is they did that for a while. They might have posted a video on social media once, and then they put it in their bottom drawer where it has lurked ever since. And I've got a ton of stuff that I do with um, uh, with the WoW gimmick. I've got about 20 different routines. So we start off with a few different things like that, including uh, visible vanishes of corners and signature transpositions and a whole bunch of uh, different ideas. Then I put some coin magic on there um, because that's my thing. And I was realizing that I'm, I hadn't put any coin magic. So I, I put it for the first time ever, never published this before, I put on the routine that I use to get into Triple C. Um, Charming Chinese Challenge, Choi Hoos' trick, for me, is the perfect coin trick. Mm -hmm. It is the perfect coin trick. I remember reading that in Destroyers and just immediately knowing that this is a trick that will be in my repertoire until the day that I die. And I have probably about 10 different standalone sets that I bought from Vanishing Ink because I never want to be without it. Um, and I just, I just, I just love it. And I have a routine, which is a production of three silver dollars. And then they jump from one hand to another. Then they change into Chinese coins, then back into the silver dollars, then back into Chinese coins, all using sleight of hand, no gimmicks at all. And then I'm left with three Chinese coins and I get a ribbon and it's my opening routine. It's called triple C wild coin. So I, I published that. Um, I, I put that on the thing. And the other thing I put on there is how I made my name in, in this industry. The first trick I ever put out, or the first product I ever put out, um, was called Flipped Out. And it was all routines with a flipper coin. And uh, it was a great DVD. I'm still proud of it now. 
other than the fact that it was shot by, I can only assume was an idiot. Uh, it, it, like, it was just the worst shot ever. The guy that World Magic Shop hired to film it uh, was more concerned with having me running around in fields for the trailer than he was actually doing a multi-camera shoot to try and get the material. So you couldn't really tell what was going on. Uh, and there was a routine on there called empowerment. And I was one of the first people to use the flipper coin. It was me and Troy and Dean. It was the three of us at the beginning that were putting stuff out. And um, uh, it, the standalone trick for me is empowerment. It's, I lectured on it recently at the Magic Circle. And when I went and lectured on it at the Magic Circle, I got a standing ovation. And um, that's just rare at the magic. Just for Americans listening, the magic. When you lecture at the magic circle, people sit here like this. Sorry, audio listeners, I'm sitting with my arms crossed, looking nonplussed. Yeah, that's how people respond at lectures at the magic circle. So to get a standing ovation is remarkable. Please carry on. <laughs> yeah, I, and and everyone afterwards was saying, "Oh my gosh, that's the best lecture I've ever seen." And I just put a whole. A lot of the stuff that's in the masterclass was in that lecture, actually. Um, but um, I, I lectured on empowerment, which is my flipper coin routine, where the spectator does the vanish of the coins. Each four, one of the four coins, they vanish the coins and they make the coins appear. You do nothing, hence the term empowerment. You're empowering the spectator to do the trick. Um, and it's probably the best thing I did. And I put that on, on the masterclass. And so, because I wanted people to see how it was done properly and so on and so forth. So that's on there. And uh, a bunch of other stuff as well. I think there's even an elastic band on tr trick on there. I think there's a trick with a friction pen on there. It was an eclectic range of material. So I think there's like coming up on 30 routines across the three projects. Because here's the thing. I've, I've been a Vanishing Ink Masterclass customer since day one. I could probably buy a home with the amount of money. I've, I've, I've probably paid for Josh Nandy's home at some point, at least twice the amount of money I spend at Vanishing Ink. And... Um, uh, some of the masterclass, all of the masterclasses are good. I, I can't think of one that wasn't good. They're all good in one way or another. But a lot of them are theory heavy. Mm -hmm. And some of them, uh, I, I think that maybe it's because they've got two to film or something, especially the early ones where it was live. Um, I think it could have been a bit more succinct with the explanations. I think it could have, I think yeah. we could have had a few more tricks uh, th that's Says the man that does eight-hour downloads, complaining that things aren't succinct enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I changed it with with with, with vanishing ink. So I wanted, you know, uh, uh, George was there with the timer, and he was like, "Right, okay, um, next trick, next wanted, trick." Yeah, and I wanted to just put as many. I didn't want theory on there. I didn't want it to be theory. Not that there's anything wrong with theory. I'll have a discussion on theory with the best person, uh, absolutely. And and there is a time and a place for theory, but this is December. We want tricks. So I just wanted to pack that thing out. Because the problem with theory is there's always somebody that's going to disagree. But every magician wants to learn tricks at their heart. That's what they want to learn. Yeah. So I just like, I'm going to pack as many tricks into this masterclass as I can. As many different types of tricks. I'm just going to shove a load of them in. All routines that I've worked in the real world. All routines that are worked in. I've ironed all the kinks out. We're just going to, it's going to be like a machine gun. It's going to be trick, 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 trick. Then next week, trick, 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 trick. And that's what I wanted to achieve. And I think that's what we've managed to do. So yeah, you're getting four masterclasses. You're getting three instead of two. Then you're getting the live Q&A where I'm also planning on teaching more tricks. Um, because you know it's not enough three um, so I'm going to be teaching more tricks and yeah that's what it's all about it's just tricks 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 over four master classes if you like the type of magic that I do I think people are going to love it well 
we have kind of buried the lead with the discussion about this because Masterclass normally is a subscription service that's part of Vanishing Ink monthly. So you get all of the masterclasses, you then get access to Vanishing Ink Studio, our streaming service with exclusive, you can't even buy it videos on there and you get free shipping with no minimum orders. And that runs people $50, 50 pounds a month. It's Christmas, it's the holidays, it's the time of giving. So you very nicely have agreed to let people try this for not $50, not $25, but how much, Craig? One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. One pound. Now, $1. if we were to work out, I can't remember how many tricks are on it, but it's quite a lot, isn't it? Let's, yeah. let's yeah, say, it's, let's say it's, it's a lot of... 30, 30 tricks for one pound. Now, to be totally clear and transparent with everybody watching or listening, this is a trial subscription. So in you go along to vanishingink.magic.com slash masterclass and take out the trial. What will happen is at the end of December, unless you cancel, that will renew at full price. But for the whole of December, you can enjoy all four of the sessions with Craig, including the live Q&A, including Vanishing Ink Studio, including the free shipping for one dollar slash one pound. And then just before the end of December, we'll send you a little email saying, we hope you're enjoying it. Morgan and West are coming up next month. Your credit card will be billed unless you cancel. And we give people the instructions on how to cancel. Now, that's transparent, isn't it, Craig? That's fair. Very transparent. And I'm just wondering if Josh has suffered some sort of emotional mental breakdown. Because from a business point I of view... I haven't told him. Oh, you haven't told him. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because, frankly, this is nuts. <laughs> completely and totally yeah. and utterly nuts because you don't have to do this i've spoken to a ton of people that are like oh i'm gonna get your masterclass i'm gonna get your masterclass um you don't have to do this you've got a load of people that subscribe every month as go you've got a load of people that will happily buy every masterclass i've got a you know a, a lot of people that will buy the stuff that i do regardless even if they're not a member of the masterclass you don't have to do this and you have and it's insane it's partially insane but also partially shows the type of people that we have here at vanishing ink you know you you guys are good guys and you know it it shines through with a lot of the content that you put out and you know with the session when you had the um uh, incentive with the kids and you got the kids along for free and and uh, everything that mm -hmm. um that vanishing ink does you can tell that yes it's a business so they're there to make money. I mean, if they aren't making money, there's no business and therefore there's no vanishing ink and there's no jobs. However, beyond being a business, it's a labor of love. And you just can see, not just with Josh and Andy, but with everybody who works there and everybody I've ever interacted with that works with vanishing ink, I can just tell that they're as concerned with bettering magic and they're as concerned with making sure that, you know, it's accessible for all than than they are about the business and that's why i i really like you guys because of that transparency and that obvious love of the art you know and it's well, you know well, amazing to see so yeah i'm a huge fan one of our core drivers is that we want to improve the craft of magic and that's why we let people come to Magi Fest and children, under 18s come to Magi Fest in the session for free. And that's 
why we do what we do. We genuinely do want to improve the art of magic, whilst, of course, as you so rightly point out, running a business and employing the number of people that we do and paying my mortgage and all of that stuff. Um, but we do, we do, we do want to do it. So we want as many people as possible to have the masterclass experience, to learn this new material that you're going to be teaching and to see what all the fuss is about. And if it's not for them, come the end of December, in their account area, one click, cancel, done. See you later. Thanks for trying it. Hope you had fun. Hope you enjoyed learning Craig's tricks. And all of those downloads, all of the masterclass sessions, they'll keep forever. We're not going to take them as away. They can download them. They'll stay in their account. They're not going to go away. They have all of that for for, for a dollar slash a pound. Um, and yeah, we, want, we just want as many people as possible to try it. And what better person to do that with than you? Craig Petty, we're out of time. We always finish the show with four quickfire questions. Are you ready? I am ready. Favourite pizza topping? Favourite pizza topping? Uh, Got to be a barbecue uh, and chicken. Anything that involves chicken and barbecue, I'm in. Uh, Favourite movie? Uh, would have to be uh, the original Karate Kid. Favourite person or people who make music? Um... Personal people that make music. Ooh. Um, Tenacious D. Or Bare Naked Ladies. And finally, who would you rather fight? One massive Andy or a hundred tiny Joshes? Mm. A hundred tiny Joshes. Because he's incredibly nice. And I think I think he, I could talk him out of fighting me, and I think we'd just end up and having a massive session. I could just I think I could reason with the hundred tiny Joshes, whilst uh, I don't know if I could reason with Andy. I think he's got a dark side. I'm not sure. I think I think he's got a dark side. <laughs> he hides really well. Craig Petty, thank you so much for giving us so much of your time this morning. I do appreciate it. And just to remind everybody, go along to vanishinginkmagic.com. You will see a banner where it says, try Masterclass for a dollar. And enjoy all three lectures plus the live Q&A with Mr. Craig Petty every Sunday this December. Craig, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much, Damien. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in Vanishing Ink throughout December.